You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international, covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, I am pleased to go to the phones right now and, uh, and, and, and basically expand all of our horizons. You know, I've told you multiple times on this show that after, the, uh, after we daily air our syndicated show on AM and FM across the entire northern half of the state, that we also podcast the show. And our second biggest podcast audience for months has been the state of California. Well, just listen, I, I love the state of California, lived there myself uh, for a period of time. It was also a very turbulent part of my life, I'll be honest. Uh, but that being said, there is so much good out there, despite what all we see in the news. That being said, I'm, I met someone at a, uh, a conservative policy conference uh, in D.C. a while back, uh, State Senator Melissa Melendez. So uh, Melissa Melendez is on the line with us. She formerly served in the, uh, the uh, uh, California Assembly, basically their house. And then she served in the California State Senate. She's a veteran of the U.S. Navy. She became fluent in Russian, uh, flew on uh, EP-3 reconnaissance aircraft, served during uh, the Cold War as well as Operation Desert Shield in a storm. Uh, and, uh, and, and she is now on the line with us. Senator Melendez, how are you doing? Phil, thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing great. Um, you know, <laughs> California has our share of issues, but we also have a lot of really good people out here who are working on those issues. Well, and I know that to be true. In fact, uh, what's interesting is you told me right before you went on the air, you're now the president of, is it called the Golden State Policy Council? Is that right? It is. And it is a new conservative think tank in California where we're going to be crafting policy that we'll be presenting to legislators and the grassroots, of course, and pushing for some change in California. Well, that's that's outstanding. You know, I, I was the director of policy for the Alabama Policy Institute, uh, which has got about three decades of service, but it's it's been a conservative think tank, part of the state policy network for quite a while. And I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm just I'm so pleased to hear you're doing what you're doing now in California. Well, I may be leaning on you for some guidance and mentorship as we go down this road because this is not going to be an easy task in California. You know that. Your listeners know that. We have a lot going on in California and not going in the right direction, but we are we are aiming to fix that. Well, and I and I know that to be true. And I think I think one of the things that we'll get to in a minute when I, after we finish this specific story about the the, the harm reduction program in San Francisco is that the folks need to hear there are conservatives fighting the battle out there in California. But let me let me ask you first, what caught my attention, Melissa, and you and I texted back and forth about it. You put out a tweet the other day, and I talked about it earlier in the show, about the harm reduction coalition partnering with the San Francisco Department of Public Health to put out flyers that just basically don't do anything to mitigate drug use. They just tell you how to have a better time doing it with your friends and maybe even snorting it as opposed to shooting up. And it's just, I couldn't believe these posters. Tell me what you saw. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of messages from people after I put that tweet out and they said, is this real? This cannot possibly be real. And I said, oh, it's real. And this is a push that, you know, they've been making for quite some time in California. You know, we had a bill a couple of years, maybe three years in a row that wanted to make all of California a place where they would have these harm reduction centers where you could go 
and do your drugs under the supervision of medical professionals. They would give you clean needles, clean paraphernalia. You can pass that on the couch and walk out the door when you were done. Come in anytime you want. No requirement for any type of, you know, rehab or some sort of program to get you off of the drugs. It was just a nice, clean, safe environment for you to do your drugs. And in my mind, that's not harm reduction. That is escorting people to their graves because these are hard, illicit drugs. And, you know, no good comes from doing those drugs. And we all know the statistics of how many people eventually die from prolonged use of these types of, of drugs. Well, absolutely. And, and in fact, um, San Francisco uh, has been ravaged by uh, the streets being covered up with homelessness and drug use and mental illness and, you know, people defecating in the streets. And you've got they've actually got people who are now paid to do the poop patrol where they go in to scoop things up. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's that's, right. that's all. I mean, San Francisco to me is the epicenter of government doing it wrong right now. And these posters. <laughs> <laughs> almost seemed to glorify drug use. I mean, it, it, I mean, it was shiny, happy people sitting on the sidewalks take, taking turns doing drugs in the posters. Right. They, none of them look like they're having a bad time. None of you know they don't show the ugly side of addiction in these posters. They just show people having a good time and oh, it's fine. It's just you know, it's it's as if to say you know everybody does it. Look, they're all having a good time, and it's just not reality. I mean, if you go walk the streets up in San Francisco, walk through the Tenderloin and see all of the hopeless people on the streets there. Go down to Skid Row in L.A. and see the hopeless people block after block of tents of people who are homeless and who have drug addiction. And the state's response is, you know what, maybe you should uh, snort your drugs instead of injecting it. Or, you know, why don't you try smoking it or make sure someone's watching you. I mean, it's it's completely ludicrous, but that's what they tried to do statewide. They wanted this push. They, their suggestion is that, you know, this keeps people from overdosing. Well, I'm sure in some cases it does, but that's assuming that those who, who are addicted to these drugs always, every single time, go to these centers to do their drugs where someone is watching over them. And of course, we know that's not true. They might come in occasionally. They might come in only once and the rest of the time. They're in their tent on the street or wherever it is they live, and that's where they're doing their drugs and where no one can save them. The point is to help them get off of the drugs, not enable them to keep doing them. Well, yeah, I totally agree. And um, listen, I mean, there, I, I, I feel certain that, that it doesn't help that you've got Gavin Newsom as the governor. I, 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 I played a clip from him earlier in the show that to me it's part of what sets the tone when the governor gets out there and he said in his sound clip, that sobriety is a joke and that we all need the opportunity to self-medicate sometimes. And that was his actual comment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I look at that and think, well, why would anyone think to do differently if leadership of the state is saying that's their position? Right. If that's the message you're sending people, it's no different than when you're raising kids. And if you're you know, doing drugs in the house and, and your kids see that, they assume that's normal and, and that's just what you do. And the governor going out and saying something like that isn't helpful to the many, many people we have in the state who have an addiction problem. But, I mean, this is how they view it as um, drugs and, and, you know, cannabis is now legal and they're trying to reduce the taxes on that and and kind of rig the system so that uh, different people get different breaks for opening a cannabis shop because they feel that, you know, we have to have equity, but then they will turn around and say, but anything 
that it's a tobacco product is bad and we have to ban that. But smoke as much marijuana as you want and do as much meth as you want. I mean, it's completely crazy. Well, so let me ask you, there's a, there's a guy, I mean, and, I, and I've, I've reported on his stuff multiple times uh, as we just talk about stuff in general, because we don't focus on California per se, but it, it can't help but come up on a conservative talk show. And you've got a guy named, uh, is, it, is it Senator Weiner? is that his name, who, who always seems Correct. to be Senator the author or the progenitor of these most liberal policies. And I guess you served in the legislature with him, didn't you? I did, um, and you are correct in your assessment. He has he has introduced and, and been able to get past a number of measures that I think your listeners would be shocked to hear. Um, he's he's had bills that allow biological male felons to self ID as women and then be placed in women's prisons. Yeah. He's had bills that allow um, healthcare workers who don't use the right pronouns with their patients to have criminal penalties assigned to them. He oh. made California a sanctuary state, as you probably heard, for kids, or I should say parents, who want to bring their kids here to transition them into a different gender without the permission or authorization from the other parents. Um, he, I mean, he really he really puts it out there. And, and unfortunately, a lot of these bills get passed because nobody wants to be accused of being anti, um, you know, LGBT, anti this, anti that. So if you go against any of these bills, as I repeatedly have, then you're called a racist, you're called homophobic, you're called, you know, all sorts of names to try to get you to back down, which is the opposite of what people should be doing. You should say, you can call me all the names you want, but your policies are awful and they're going to end up harming people instead of helping them. Yeah, I, it, I, I can't imagine. You know, I, I live in Alabama, and I've said too often it becomes too easy to be branded a conservative without having to do anything to prove it because we're in a red state. You guys have been towing the line and, and doing all you can to make it happen uh, on a regular basis. But I guess the point is, though, hearing you talk right now, there are conservatives in California that are carrying the banner for conservatism uh, on a daily basis. And, and uh, talk to me about that a minute. For we got about two or three minutes left. Sure. Well, there are an awful lot of conservatives in California. Of course, you know, we are outnumbered um, as far as voter registration. That is true. About a fourth of our state is registered Republican. Uh, about a fourth is registered as an independent voter. Uh, a few other mixed in between, and then the rest are Democrats. So we're certainly outnumbered. However, they are, you know, it's pockets with, within the state. But I will tell you that the conservatives in the state, not just Republicans, but true conservatives, are really energized, and they're looking for a way, you know, something tangible to make things happen in the state. That is part of the reason why we started Gold State Policy Council, because we want to give them that avenue where they can actually, you know, affect change in the state. But they feel kind of hopeless at this point, um, understandably so, given that the legislature does whatever it is they want to do with literally no pushback from the media or anyone else. But conservatives in the state have not given up. They really haven't. They come out. I just did an event the other night, and there must have been 200 people there just eager to hear what can we do, what's going on, how can we help. Please just give us our marching orders, and we will go do it. So they haven't given up. Um, I think Democrats have certainly, to some extent, have become complacent because they're used to you know being in charge and having all the offices held by their party. But conservatives have not. They are they are ready and willing to fight. Well, and I think the the interesting piece there is is 
You know, whereas in Alabama, it can be easy to become complacent, just like you're talking about your Democrats in California can get complacent because they're so used to being in charge. You guys are more hungry. I'd say you're, 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 you're lean and mean and hungry for the opportunity to see something change. And, uh, and I think that's what it takes. But um, anyway, listen, uh, State Senator Melissa Melendez, president of the Golden State Policy Council, you are on God's mission. So um, I want to stay in touch and, and just keep posted on things that are happening your way and whatever we can do to help you from our side, we'd be glad to do it. Well, I sure appreciate that. I mean, given your experience with your own policy council in the state of Alabama, I'm certainly going to be leaning on you for some guidance and mentorship, but also just, you know, every now and then a little pep talk <laughs> might be helpful <laughs> given what's going on here in California, you know. But we haven't given up, and I hope I know the rest of the country kind of scratches their heads when when they see what's going on here. But I just want to make sure your listeners know that not everybody here has given up and not everybody here is progressive. And um, <laughs> we're going to make things happen here in California. It's just going to take some time. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we love y'all on the left coast and uh, and, 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 and <laughs> we, we need you in the fight. So y'all stay in it, my friend. And uh, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. All right. Phil, you're the best. Thanks so much. All right. That was cool. California State Senator Melissa Melendez, uh, now the president of the Golden State Policy Council, proof positive that there are conservatives, not just Republicans, but actual conservatives uh, still carrying the banner of conservatism out there in California. Boomer, take us to a break, brother. I ran long so I could keep that uh, that interview going. We'll come right back, sort of wrap that up, move into the next part of the Triple Dipper. I'm going to go into Paper Chase. Oh, yeah. What's happening? Did they find more stuff at Biden's house? I'll tell you. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.